Welcome back, everyone. J-Bone here for Smash This Podcast. Well, day late and a dollar short, as always. <laughs> but I did not want to go into tonight's big, I guess, another season premiere is upon us for Monday Night Raw. And, and not talk about... Uh, some of the stuff that happened this weekend. Uh, initially, uh, Extreme Rules. I, I wanted to jump on this the night of, but I was over at a friend's house, and uh, we're sitting around the fire, and and uh, he was grilling out. Before you know it, you know, it's like halfway through the pay per view, and I'm like, well, you know, I'll I'll get home when I get home. I'll watch it whenever probably break it up and sure enough i ended up watching when i got home saturday night i watched it from the killer cross mcintyre match on through to the end and then what's funny is so i missed the first two matches but i'll i'll, I'll talk about everything because i went back the next day and watched what i missed um so I'm watching everything from Cross McIntyre on to the end. I get up to what is close to the end of the uh, fight pit match with uh, Riddle and Rollins, and it just cut off. And I was like, what the hell? So I don't know if one of those things where it only lets you have the live feed for so long and then it cuts it, you know, X amount of minutes, hours afterwards, and then sets up the replay to watch. So I it cut me off. I had to go out of the because I couldn't just like exit out of the playing and go back in. It wouldn't let me. Good old Peacock app. But uh, <laughs> it's understandable. Other stuff does that when you're watching the you know, wrestling event live and then you got to wait for the replay to kick in to catch what you missed. I've seen it on anything. Um, so, you know, wait five minutes, go back, okay, rewatch part of the fight pit match and then on to the end because I'm like, it, it was it was good enough. I'm not going to say it was like show of the year. Um, I think Bound for Glory was still better. Um, but the, the Bound for Glory and, you know, Extreme Rules were both good in their own ways. You know, neither of them were perfect. Both were very satisfying for me as a wrestling fan. If you happen to miss my thoughts on Bound for Glory, please go check out uh, total nonstop impacts uh, review of that where me and let's see who who was all on it's it started out <laughs> uh, me and Ash started out and then uh, Alicia and then Bill jumped in so then uh, it really really kicked into full gear so a uh, lot of fun hey Justin Miller thank you brother. Here with the super chat saying an afternoon bone show. That's right. Just stopping by to say, hey, much love, fam. Thank you, Justin. Much love, dude. Um, so, yeah, so just a reminder, super chats, super stickers 
are open. Every little bit helps. Go check out some links in the description for some of the new merch that's uh, in the spread shop for Smash This Podcast. And uh, if anything, check out the uh, links in the, the description. Uh, give the show a follow. It all it all helps. You know, and smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. Speaking of merch, here's a lovely Smash This Podcast cup. And you can even customize it. Put a few different logos on there. Help support your, one of your favorite shows. All right. I need to get a TNI one like that. There's a ton of logos on there I want to throw on there. <laughs> Do a whole panoramic. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, what everyone's talking about is, of course, Bray Wyatt. But I don't want to ignore the rest because um, they – Yes, Bray Wyatt was the big draw for this, I believe. The place, you know, Philly was sold. Was it, was it, was it Philly? I think it was Philly, yeah. Yeah, because it was, uh, you know, they made the big, you know, extreme out of it. Um, <laughs> Courtney is losing her mind. Bray Wyatt! Yeah. Uh, trust me, everyone lost their mind. But let me, let me go from start to finish, and we'll talk about uh, you know, Bray at the end, and then we'll talk a little bit about what's what's happening tonight. Because tonight should be exciting too. If if you like nostalgia and stuff like that, it should be fun. Um, and then depending on what time it is, I might talk about a little bit of just my own, like kind of like after like the dust has settled. You know, talk a little bit about um, um, Bound for Glory thoughts. Now that it's been a few days, um, but hey, where are we? Where, where do we start? All right, so let's start on at the beginning. It starts out with the uh, the brawling brutes. This, you know, because I'm still kind of getting used to watching WWE again, so some of these names aren't exactly you know flowing off the tongue. But I gotta say, uh, Sheamus's group of guys that he's got together and his, you know. You know the 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 the, sh- the Shillelagh, uh massacre group, whatever that. No, the Brawling Brutes, uh, Butch, of course, Pete and uh, Rich Holland, um, and that's one that I really don't know a lot about. I'm assuming he was more a part of the uh, NXT UK, um, but these guys fit right in with Sheamus and. And, and Sheamus is Sheamus is a lot of fun. He he really is. He is he is one of the consummate guys that you know that whoever he's with in the ring, you are gonna get some serious. It's uh you know, what do they say? Oh, it's fight night. You are gonna get a fight night out of these guys, him and these guys. Um but I like all these guys together, it's great. And an Imperium is always um, you know. The, okay, I'm looking at the names here: uh, Giovanni Vinci and Gunther and Ludwig Kaiser. Oh, and this the the most terrifying thing about the Imperium is when they're they're kind of huddled together and they're down and they're getting ready to make a comeback, 
and and Gunther is sitting there screaming German. It's like, oh, what did what did he say? <laughs> my my German's horrible. Um, so it makes him feel even that more authentic of uh, you know some kind of like outside European heel group. Uh, I dig it. So uh, these guys. Uh, I, I've seen them fight a few times now, and man, um, and it it made me really want to see Sheamus get that uh, Intercontinental Championship over the course of the last few weeks, and then they, you know, the match came on uh, the season premiere of of SmackDown from Friday, which I was watching Bound for Glory, but you know, you see clips, you hear things, unsuccessful. Sheamus was uns- unsuccessful. And um, <laughs> Courtney says, yeah, they really did beat the hell out of each other. That's for sure, right? Um, so, so, yeah, but but finally, uh, the you know, Sheamus' group, the Brawling Brutes, finally got like one up on Imperium. So I don't know if that means that this fight is finally over, even though, you know, the, the title stays with Imperium and Gunther, um, it really puts over Gunther as one of those, wow, he really is a dominant force. And the more you put over someone like that, it only makes the uh, importance of, said title mean that much more because there's times when people have titles and the title kind of like okay I'm watching the show what else you got you know so Gunther really makes that uh, title look like it's something special like it's oh man who's going to take Who's who's gonna take that title off of them? There's there's such a force, you know. Gunther and his crew, Imperium, are such a force to be reckoned with. But um, but yeah, they had you know bars and barrels set up and you know cracking, literally cracking shillelaghs over each other. You know those 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 rods with the big big wooden end on of them on them. Mark's in the chat. Good 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 day, sir. Um. So, so yeah, great first match. Really got the crowd hyped up. Followed with one that I, I, you know, I didn't hear anything positive about it, but I, I still wanted to. Was like, okay, I, I'm not going to buy into everything that everyone's saying. I want to watch it for myself, see what it's all about. I really wanted to like this match. I really did. I'm not that much into Ronda. Um, I don't know what it is. You know, it was fun last time when she came in. Don't give a damn about my reputation. <laughs> you know, you know, the crowd's <sighs> she comes out with the you know the the skirt, you know, and the the like it's like the tribute to Piper, you know, riding that wave and everything. And um uh, just, I mean, yeah, I know she's a heel this time, but still, um, if you're going to be a heel, change up some of your persona. You know, you can still be badass, 
and do whatever. But if you're a heel, change it up. You know, don't confuse the fans because it's like, well, who are we? Are we supposed to boo you? You, you we liked you last time. We, we don't like you. We're not supposed to like you now. So I'm not really like you know. And I'm not saying you no. Know, J Bone's confused. Oh my god, no, I'm not that confused. I'm just saying. Um, I, I would think that. Uh, if if you are going to change the character a little bit, change up everything, you know? Because, uh, anyways. Um, okay, Mark 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 throws his two cents in here. He says, uh, this match was bad because Ronda needs someone to carry her. I adore Liv, but she's average in the ring, and this match sucked. Yeah, it's, you know, they tried like hell. I'll, I'll give them this. They tried like hell over the course of the last month or whatever it's been for a handful of weeks to really make Liv look like an ex- like she can do extreme. And I was sold on that. You know, she went off the top turnbuckle and put, oh, God, who was it? Lacey Evans? I think it was Lacey Evans and put her through the table. She did the, you know, the, the swanton or not swanton. Um, you know, landing on her on her back through the table, and you know, she even did this to Rhonda. And so I, 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 I bought into Liv, and she's not my favorite by any means. But I, I was also, and I've said this before, I'm glad they gave her an opportunity to be champ. You know, anyone that busts their ass and does prove themselves should be given an opportunity to at least go for the championship, if not win it and carry it for a while. So I'm I'm happy Liv got that opportunity, but now it looks like Liv is changing. Rhonda, I'm just the, the biggest disappointment of the whole thing is when she's holding the bat and she's tapping her. And I'm literally mean tapping her. She's she's not, you know, I've I've seen guys take steel chairs and absolutely destroy each other. Or at least it looks like they're destroying each other. When you're swinging a bat and it looks it looks and sounds like you're just tapping tapping each other with it completely takes you out of it. And it's like, okay, that's not that's not extreme, you know? Um you might as well get out a wiffle ball bat or something like that. Um that, that was one of the big things. Uh, everything else in the match was like, okay, it wasn't like it didn't save it or anything. So this, this match probably was my least favorite of the night, to be honest. Um, But yeah, new champ, Ronda Rousey. We'll see where this goes. Uh, Karrion Cross with Scarlett in the uh, strap match against uh, Drew McIntyre. I tell you, this was a lot of fun. A um, little slow of a start because Karrion Cross didn't want to put his hand in the strap, and and they ended up fighting all over the place. Finally, McIntyre had him down long enough that he put the strap on his hand, tightened it up, and now he's stuck. Now, now you can really have the strap match. And these guys, um, the, these guys slapped the hell out of each other, but it was it was kind of slow. It wasn't great. But I was still pretty excited to see this because strap matches are one of my favorite old school, uh, you know, like you can say, like extreme or gimmick matches or whatever. Um, 
but it was it was all right. It was it was uh, I'm, I'm I think the right person won because if you're going to bring back Karrion Cross and put him up against a, a, a force like Drew McIntyre, uh, if you don't win against a guy like Drew McIntyre, then why are you back? You know, uh, Drew McIntyre's had his time to shine. Not saying he can't again, but against someone who you're trying to put over as a new force, a new big heel, like carrying, you know, carrying cross, killer cross, whatever you want to call him. Uh, I'm glad carrying won. He's still one of my old school favorites. It, look, politics and other companies aside, character wise, still love him. Um, kind of mysterious, brutal. And I still, I still love him. So, Yeah. <laughs> um, Mark says Scarlet with the sable callback was was cool though. Yeah, yeah, that uh, she her outfit. Whew. My goodness. Not much to it, right? Uh <laughs> it's, they're gonna do the handprint soon. Watch. You just you just wait and watch. No. <laughs> Oof. Uh all right, so uh, yeah, Karrion Cross wins. Then we get the ladder match, and I still can't believe that this was the first time that there was a women's ladder match. Like, there's been like extreme stuff. There's been like Hell in a Cell and cage matches and stuff. Never a ladder match. It just and that just once again tells me that Impact Wrestling, no matter how big the company is, is still leaps and bounds ahead of the rest when it comes to their women, their knockouts. You know, um, look, look at what the women have done just over the course of the last couple of years. You know, the, um, oh, what the hell it is, uh, the, the X, X division, um, Ultimate X, you know, stuff like that. It's just, um, and what the, uh, the, the, just, just the pick your poison matches from the last few weeks in impact. It's just amazing. Uh, I still say sign those, um, those characters, the, um, Maxine Paler and, uh, Damn it, I can't remember her name. <laughs> Alley Catch. Alley Catch. Um, almost called her her old name. Um, so yeah, the, the, the ladder match was great. And I was I was a little surprised they went with who they went with. Because you know Bailey's big comeback, I kind of well, you know here here I say it again, I'll say it a thousand times. Never assume, never assume that Bailey's going to come back, do all this stuff with the uh, damage control, and then you know take over the women's division uh, on a certain show again. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. So. Uh, the, the Raw Women's Championship this time does stay with Bianca Belair. But uh, it, it was a great ladder match. Both these women kicked ass. Um, 
they didn't hold up on each other. And that's, and that's one thing that I got to say is, you know, you watch certain brands of wrestling and the women, you can tell the, the women that really bring it. It's, it's believable when, you know, someone is distressed and looking like they're, they're going to just absolutely get slaughtered in a match. It's like, Oh my God. Um, this was one of those matches, and and Bianca Belair overcame all at one point all of damage control. You know, she took uh, um, yeah, I'm still getting used to some of these names. Uh, Dakota Kai and um, the other gal in there. So somebody fill in the blank. I apologize. Something Sky Eo Sky is that it? What it is? Um, she did that um that that flip over move just devastating devastating and um ignore the phone in the background hang on a second So, but yeah, great, um, great ladder match. Um, Bailey, yeah, Mark says that there's hasn't Bailey hasn't lost a step. Absolutely, she's she's uh, Bailey still great. You know, from whatever injury she uh, came back from, I'm, I'm guessing it was something with a leg or you know a severe tear or whatever. Um, Bailey is. Bailey proved in this match that she still got it. She really does. She just not as not strong enough, even with her crew, to uh, catch Bianca. Mark says shoulder. Okay. So um, <laughs> Courtney says her knee. So <laughs> hey, maybe both. Who knows? <laughs> she was gone. For, over a year, so it, it could have been two or three things. Who knows? But nonetheless, uh, great to see her back. Um, yeah, Bianca Belair gets the win here. And uh, so we'll see what's next for her for the uh, Raw Women's Championship. Um. I feel like they're going to be bringing in more new faces relatively soon to, you know, freshen things up for this new season. Uh, hopefully some more women to really, really get the division going. I mean, I love that. Don't get me wrong. I love this feud between, um, and they, they kind of like blew it up between damage, all of damage control versus Bianca Belair, Asuka, and, uh, uh, oh God, Alexis. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I I'd love to see a few more in there to really you know shake things up. So, all right, next we got Finn Balor versus Edge, and Edge really, man, um, they they really, I mean, they went they went all over the place. This one went a little long. Uh, took me out of it a little bit. That's unfortunately what they do with edge matches. They make them too long. 
they really went all over the place, uh, made it extreme as possible. Of course, bringing in the rest of Judgment Day. A little surprised. No one. Um, <laughs> okay. Mark says, please address Balor's ludicrous match. Yeah. Um, um, mask. Excuse me. Jimmy Christmas. Um, <laughs> the match was decent. The end was dragged out. Overall, it was it was okay. Yeah, that mask that Finn Balor wore, I'm looking at it, and it's just one of those things you just stare at for a while because they, they did kind of zoom in on it to really focus on it. And it was it was like shiny black spikes all over and almost seemed like a newer version of like a pinhead mask, you know, something extreme like that. And that's obviously what it was going for. It's extreme. It's, it's violence. Like, Oh my God, this guy, you, you don't want to come near this guy. Cause he's got this crazy mask on. Um, so yeah, it, it was, uh, I'm not going to say it was awesome, but it was definitely different and made you, you know, just kind of sit back like, wow, this, <laughs> this, I've never seen a mask like that. You know, it's, it almost, uh, <laughs> my, <laughs> Mark says pinhead meets the gimp. Okay. Yeah. That's appropriate. I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cue the, uh, Pulp Fiction music. That's what Balor should come out to now and just start, you know, boogieing down to the ring and just, oh, my God, that would really shake things up, wouldn't it? I would lose my mind. I'd be like, oh, God, even more terrifying now that I think about it. Um, But, yeah. Gimp and Pinhead, yeah, absolutely. Look out for Balor. God knows what he's going to do next. So they take out. I, I was okay with Beth getting in there, and then uh, you know Rhea Ripley going back and forth. That was kind of cool. And uh, <laughs> Mark says that shit rules ass in the most. Silly way, yeah. It was it was wild, eh? Um. So, but yeah, it was it was definitely too long, but it was it was fun, and it it made me, it kind of made me a fan of Edge again. I don't know what it was. This I I haven't appreciated the whole start and stop of this now this now comeback, the Judgment Day stuff, and he's not in Judgment Day. And it's like, all right, what, what are you guys doing? You guys need to figure this out. But, of course, that's going to happen when you are in the middle of something. Vince is gone. Now Trips is back. Now Trips is trying to put his own spin on it and have it make sense still, continue the story and have it flow. It's not easy. It's not easy. I give this crew um, a lot of credit for doing what they're doing with this and trying to, um, you know, keep it making sense and whatnot. Um, 
So who knows where this is going to go? I mean, it, it almost seems like they kind of like wrote Edge off again, considering what they did with his wife. Or is, is Edge going to come back now even more crazy than before? Um, Judgment Day standing tall. Are they going to go against another group of guys? Who knows? We got to wait and see. Season premiere. Um, so... Mark says, I also still really dislike Corey Graves on commentary. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna respectfully disagree with you. I really do like him because um I hear sometimes when I'm like really paying attention to the commentary, a lot of times I'm not. I'm just watching what's going on. But um I I hear classic Bobby Heenan and and, and such when I hear Corey Graves, when he gets kind of sarcastic and heelish, I I hear that in his uh, content. So, uh, but hey, to each their own. I get it. I totally get it. It sounds like they switched up the announced teams. I don't remember who's supposed to be on tonight because they switched them all around. I know Nigel McGuinness is gone now. My guess is, um, you know, I don't know what kind of contract like a UK you gotta you can't go anywhere for a while blah 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 um I'm guessing it might help AEW if they're trying to get this you know ring of honor TV thing off the ground I, mean, I still don't know if it's they're trying to or not uh Nigel McGinnis obviously a big part of Ring of Honor could be a, a part of the um OG commentary over there instead of just always having you know Jim Ross and Tony's Skivo, you know, just just throwing a thought out there. Um, but uh, but yeah, we'll um, we'll see, we'll see. Um, main event time. Uh, Daniel Cormier refing uh, as special guest ref in the fight pit match with uh. Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins. This one was uh, unique. I've never seen a fight pit match before. It really kind of like surprised me with um, like how it all played out. I didn't know what to expect. So I was, I was, I was looking forward to this as much as I don't really, I don't know. I used to love Riddle and now I don't know. Riddle's just kind of, for lack of better words, I'll just say turn me off, and I'm all I'm all in on Seth. I'm all in on Seth. I'm, I'm rooting for Seth. I love Bobby Lashley. Don't get me wrong, but I'm I'm all in on Seth, and he's become one of my favorite performers now to watch in the ring, outside of the ring, and he needs he needs to be in my professional podcasting opinion. Seth needs to be in the spotlight again, big time. And I think maybe giving him the intercontinental or not intercontinental, excuse me, um, United States championship will really help put it. Not that Bobby hasn't, you know, Bobby's been a good champ. He is a force to be reckoned with, but Seth needs to be, 
considered as a top heel again and really take this to another level. And he can, like I said, sometimes it depends on who it is and what they do with the championship to really raise the importance of said championship. And I think Seth, with what he's doing now, he can do that. I love Bobby Lashley, but there's only so much you can do with him in that sense. <clears throat> he is a force to be reckoned with. Don't get me wrong. But he, um, I don't know. He needs, he needs something. I don't know what. Um, like his entrance, in, in my opinion, is not helping him. It's, um, you know, they, they did the same thing with, um, you know, Bobby Roode. You know, they put him on a pedestal, put a spotlight on him, and I'm here. You know, it's just you can only do that so many times with so many guys, and then it gets kind of you know you got you gotta you gotta do something a little more original. So, um, but yeah, I uh, I did like the uh, the fight pit match. I enjoyed it a lot, and. Uh, I was glad to see uh, the ref, Daniel Cormier, only get involved so much, and he didn't destroy either of them, but he did use his position to give some influence on the match. You know, when 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 these guys, when, when Riddle and Seth were like, you know, knee deep and just slugging it out, and then, you know, draw back and accidentally hit Daniel Cormier. He got a little too close and um, you got a, he's like, Hey, you know, he, that that's, that's your one gimme. You do that again and you're going to regret it. You know, I'm, I'm roughing here. So don't, don't do that again. And they both times, <laughs> both guys were like, Oh, all right. All right. You know, so, that was good that they did that. You know, they didn't ignore the importance of who he was and what he was doing there. <clears throat> I don't know if it was that big of a thing, but it did add to the match a little bit. You know, I'm not a big MMA guy, so, but I know who he is. So, um, but yeah, good, good match. Riddle doing his, um, what, bro. Broton, is that what they called it? Off the top of the cage to the bottom. Oh my God. Whatever it was called. Damn. That just was nuts. Broke both guys. I'm going to be shocked if uh, <laughs> they ought to do the thing where, you know, Seth comes down and he's all taped up. Um, but yeah, decent match. Riddle wins. That kind of, like I said, I've been rooting for Seth in this whole thing. I just love what he's doing. And like, you can only hear so many idiotic things out of Riddle's mouth, and it kind of takes you away from it. But, um, but Riddle won, and this, I'm assuming, is going to end the feud unless they continue it into the United States Championship. We'll see. Well, that remains to be seen. But um, so Riddle's hand is raised. 
and the you know the copyright thing at the bottom corner of the screen goes on and all of a sudden you know you start thinking and i'm like oh my god this is the end of the show and no bray wyatt what what the hell's going like they they gave a clue like early on right when uh the brawling brutes were coming to the ring just getting into the ring and then all uh they did the you know the the rabbit you know hopping boop 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 you know video game style and ground blows up where he dove in it's uh it, it made me wonder, but then as soon as they hit the back, the lights go out, and then the place went, ah, place lit up like a Christmas tree, all the phone lights out, and then we get the video. The, oh, no, not, not the video right away. It was, uh, that came later, but they did spotlights at all different entrances to the arena around. They did, you know, shot it over here, then they shot it over here, then they shot it in the middle. All the different characters of the Firefly Funhouse alive, alive and in like human form with masks on. You know, you had the buzzard, you had the bunny, you had the the, the pig, you had the witch, and then, then you also had the fiend, which was interesting. It's like, oh, the fiend's here too. So now what's what's even more interesting, and I, I don't hear a lot of people talk about this, and I want to talk about this. When they showed the witch with the veil, you know, the witch with the veil in the one entrance ramp, or entranceway, I should say, if you look next to her, like if you blink, you miss it, but next to her, there's this, like, white, you know, like table, platform, whatever, and the old women's tag titles are draped over them. What does that mean? Does this is this witch who may be revealed as a possible character in the Wyatt Six, if they're actually going to call this group the Wyatt Six? Is it possibly a Sasha Banks or a Naomi coming back with the straps? Like, hey, we still, you know, like, you know, just saying, because the news came out, they dumped them on Johnny Laryngitis's desk and then left. But if the belts, the old belts are coming back, who's under, you know, who who is it? Or is there going to be two of them? And it could be Naomi and Sasha Banks. What is happening? What's going on? Um, that is one thing that really uh, stood out, and not a lot of people are talking about. So I just, I just want to like you know throw that out there and be like, hey, what do you think? Do you think it is possible that Bray could bring back Naomi and Sasha Banks, or or someone relevant in that? Um, in that same, uh, you know, women's uh, division to come back or come back different or whatever. Who knows? <laughs> Mark's popping for Johnny Laryngitis. It's, it's, it's too much fun. You can't pass it up. Um, Aaron Jack, good to see you live here, brother. Randy Sams. We got a couple new faces here. I just want to... Um, 
Jamie Wisner's in here. I haven't seen him in a while. New face, Jake Jacoby Peter. You see my okay. I'm gonna scroll up here. I'm gonna do this, and then I'll get into the whole Bray Wyatt thing. Sup, J Bone. Is it me, or did Bray Wyatt's mask uh, remind me of Black Phone? But I know where you're talking about the movie, the horror movie, whatever you want to call it, horror, sci-fi, whatever movie, uh, Black Phone. Uh, because I hear the legendary design Tom Savini did the mask. Uh, question, J Bone. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I haven't heard any details on the mask. I know that Bray Wyatt has worked closely with Savini, and he's also worked with another guy who's put stuff online regarding Bray. And I, it's like John Kavanaugh, or something like that. Some 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 name, something like that. But he's put out like White Rabbit horror looking stuff at the same time. But yeah. Um, Bray Wyatt has that uh, pull in the industry where he can, you know, get guys to help him with this and do do new things. Um, yeah, it did kind of look like the black phone thing. It was kind of hard to see the detail of it, you know, when it's just the lantern and you only see certain lit up sections and a lot of it's in the shadows and most of him is in the shadow when... Uh, we'll we'll see. I don't want to assume that Bray Wyatt's going to show up tonight. I know a lot of people are going to be watching tonight. Number one, for the nostalgia. And number two, to see if Bray Wyatt and a possible stable show up and shake things up in the company. Um, of course, Roman and his crew are going to be there. They're going to grace Raw with their presence. But yeah, it, it looked like a great mask. I, in fact, I put it in the... Um, the background here or no I, I put it in another thing i was working on my apologies uh not not on this cover is a different one it's kind of a fallout I, I did one for tonight but i don't know if he's gonna be on tonight so i was like okay i'm gonna pump the brakes on that one we'll see what happens if he's on i'll keep it if not i'll switch things up and just keep it nostalgic but uh <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Um, so, yeah. So, um, we see all the characters. The video plays, or vice versa, whatever happened, which way, I forget. Uh, but nonetheless, the, the views on this, the, uh, the YouTube video for the WWE videos, that one, and then he comes through the door, both are just blowing up the internet. Oh my God, they have absolutely gone viral. If you don't think Bray Wyatt is important coming back, check out the video numbers. My God, through the roof. Yeah, yeah, Aaron Jack, that's the loudest holy shit chant I have heard in WWE in some time. Yeah, yeah, and usually they 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 censor that or uh, well they might censor it for TV. This is a a pay per view, so we'll we'll see. But um, but no, they didn't censor that at all. That was they let that go, which was kind of refreshing to see. It's like whoa, you know, no censorship here. It's uh, yeah, definitely pop of the night. Definitely one of the best pops. Um. 
Oh, Jamie says uh, the Fiend mask was on the announce table. Yeah, there was some mask on the table. It looked, I don't know if it was the Fiend mask. It looked very disturbing because the hair didn't look like, it almost looked more like the burnt mask. You know, when he was on fire and I'm trying to think of like what the action figure looked like. It was, it was a really gnarly version of it. It looked off. It looked like bloated or dead or something. It didn't look like the original fiend mask in, in my opinion. I could be wrong. I'd have to look at it again. But Bray comes out with his lantern. As you can see here in the outline of the, the video here, everything is, you know, glowing bluish. Um, and the crowd, I want to point this out too, the crowd was so loud that when they zoomed in on Bray, because he's right there in front of the camera, and he, he gets in close, and he's holding the lantern, and he says, I'm here. You probably missed it because it audibly it you you couldn't hear it. You could barely hear it. I I I was like reading his lips. I'm like, oh, he said it. He said I'm here. So that's that's his classic thing. And then you know, you know, blows it out, boom, end of it. So Bray Wyatt is back. Great entrance, great way to bring him back. Absolutely loved it. Um I I'm going to trust, I'm not going to assume, but I'm going to trust Triple H and his crew are going to do Bray Wyatt right because I feel like in the past they they didn't do him. They didn't do it right with, with Bray, you know, like, you know, one spear losing to a guy like Goldberg just completely diminishes the importance and, uh, you know, character strength of a you know the fiend slash bray wyatt in in that situation like that just horrible um but and I, I still love goldberg don't get me wrong but you gotta you're gonna have a force to be reckoned with like bray wyatt and everything that surrounds him his aura his history and everything that he stands for that he's been through that he's brought to the table and story and character and everything and you can't just stomp them out with one stomp or one spear or one punch or whatever it just it's not good storytelling you know make it cinematic make it worth something make Goldberg fight for it do something you know so um no, I don't think uh, Billy Gun Aaron Jack says, do you think Billy Gunn's going to be on Raw tonight? I don't think he is. They didn't put him on the thing. I mean, if he does show up, it's great. If not, um, it's understandable because he is, you know, he is an AEW guy. I love Billy Gunn. I love what he's doing now. He's in tremendous shape. He's in the best shape of everyone. He really is. Um, I'm not saying he's like, the best wrestler, but for what he's doing for your money and watching a veteran like him in the ring on occasion. Um, I love it. I love it. You know? So, uh, do, do I want to see him with everyone for a, a special night like this? Absolutely. Um, is it going to happen? No, no, it's, it, I don't think it's going to, um, 
listening to uh, X-Pac on the Busted Open Radio. By the way, I want to talk about Busted Open Radio just for a moment. Um, I hadn't listened to it in a long time. I kind of got away from it just because um, – and I, I'm not one of those like guys that's you know, going to live or die, whether you talk about impact wrestling or not. But I know for a fact that I knew for a fact that they were going to talk about bound for glory because bully Ray is uh, I've read is going to be a regular on the show now for, for a while. I don't know how long, but, um, and I, I, I get, I, I understand the fan backlash. I, I get it. I know that some people are upset about it because you've got a guy that has been gone from, you know, TNA impact wrestling for 10 years or 10 ish, give or take a little. And, um, and you put him in a pretty powerful position, you know, getting, you know, cashing in his, um, call your shot thing with uh, Josh Alexander. And I, I've been waiting for this for a while. I get hot and cold on it. And I know a lot of people don't are not digging it, but I'm, I, I love, I've always loved the Dudleys. And I really did like what bully Ray did before in, in TNA, you know, classic impact wrestling. And I want to point something out. Bully Ray has lost a significant amount of weight. And he, <laughs> I love his hardcore shirt, you know, that he always wears down to the ring with the big skull and the, the big lettering and everything. But it's, I, I'll, I'll, and I'm going to say this and it's going to sound like I'm insulting him, but it's, it's not. I'm actually paying him a compliment. It's too big on him. It's too big on him. He needs it. He needs to have another one or have it tucked in a little bit. Bully's lost a significant amount of weight. He's not as fat as he used to be, and he's he's in great shape. I don't know how well he's going to be able to go in the ring, but he still is a hardcore legend, and I'm going to appreciate what they do with him. Um, do I want to see him as champ? Uh, I, I'm not going to make that that decision right now. I'm going to see what they do with them, okay? Um, I've heard a few things that they've got a, you know, you hear about, okay, so-and-so is going to fight so-and-so. He's going to team up with Tommy Dreamer against two guys in the Bullet Club. And I have seen people just absolutely lose their ever-loving minds about this because they're like, oh, well, they're in New York. Of course Tommy and, and Bully are, are going to go over and they're going to – Barry, here's a word, Barry again. They're going to bury Chris Bay and Ace Austin. Go look at Ace Austin's uh, social media on Twitter when you have time. Go look at it. And, and he's, you know, Ace Austin has a great sense of the business in the statement on here. He talks about patience. What do I always talk about here on the podcast and over on TNI? Patience. And I know that's hard. I, you know, everyone's passion for this company or this group of wrestlers or this individual or this woman with a championship, it's all different, but it's all subjective. Don't lose your mind over it, is all I'm saying. Don't be like, oh, the company's done. Bully's on top. Fuck me. No, just 
give it time. See where it's going, okay? Ace Austin, if, if the guy that's in this match and you're assuming what's going to happen, and if he's going on social media like, hey, just pump the brakes, have some patience, okay? Let's see what happens. And, yes, and I'm not going to get into all the other, oh, well, these people are leaving and the company is completely screwed and I don't know what we're going to do and how am I going to sleep at night? Oh, my God, do I have my underwear on right? Come on. just. <laughs> I get people are upset. That's fine. But, but just remember, it's it's wrestling, okay? Just remember, it's wrestling. Uh, we, we go to it to get away from everything, so let's appreciate it for what it is. I'm not saying you have to love everything, but let's just see where it's going. Don't lose your mind over it. That's all I'm saying. Um, I guess I've just watched en- enough wrestling where it's like something happens. It's like, ah, well, that, that that that's kind of a bummer. Let's, well, let's see how, what, what's next, you know? I, I don't I don't get that upset anymore. I don't you know jump out of my seat. I don't fall on the floor and, and poop myself. Don't be one of those fans. You know, it's just <laughs> a kickback, take a deep breath. It's wrestling. Um, but yeah, back to extreme rules. I love um uh, I, I dug the show, it was fun. It was uh, you know, they made each match feel special, even whether you loved it or not. Um Yeah, I I loved uh, Bray Wyatt's comeback. I don't know if he's going to be on Raw tonight. We're going to have to wait to see if they're going to say, nope, we're going to put him over here on SmackDown. I don't know where he's going to show up. I don't want to assume anything, but I'm ready, and I'm excited. I will definitely watch tonight. And I'll probably do a review of it and uh, see what happens. So um, I'll be watching, you know, like I said, I'm going to be, Eagerly watching, but not losing my mind. It'll be fun. Um, you know, DX, I appreciate DX. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, it, it also, interesting to see, you know, Trips out there. After everything he's been through medically, and now he's kind of become a, a character again, I'm assuming he's not going to, like, go through a table or anything. That wouldn't be good for him. But um, obviously, there has to be some kind of confrontation. It can't be just DX going out there and dancing around the ring. <laughs> We're DX. Tuck it, tuck it, tuck it. You know, they're going to be doing something. We'll see what happens. So, um, but yeah, I'll see you guys later tonight. I'm excited for it. And um, we'll see what happens. But uh, on your way out, don't forget to smash that like button, smash that sub button. Ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. Check out all the the links in the description of the video. Give the show a follow on social media. Check out the merch. And uh, we'll see you later tonight. Take care. Thanks for tuning in today. (laughs) 